The Postal Service is offering Congress and the incoming Biden administration a shot at working together on a long-term strategy to reform its business model. Several recent bills would put USPS on firmer financial footing, but none of them has gained much traction. The Postal Service says it's only a matter of when, not if, it runs out of cash. Federal News Network's Jory Heckman joins me now with the latest. Jory, what is the latest on postal finances? I presume they're still bleeding money. Yeah, well, let's start with the scary numbers here first. The Postal Service ended the past fiscal year with a $9.2 billion net loss. That's higher than the $8.8 billion loss it posted in fiscal 2019. Overall, first-class mail volume was down more than 4%, marketing mail down by more than 15%. There is a little bit of good news here. The Postal Service saw its packaged volume increase by nearly 20%, but it's one of its most costly products to deliver compared to some things like first-class mail. And you may think, well, didn't we just end election season with a historic volume of mail-in ballots? And yes, we did. But we heard from Joe Corbett, the USPS chief financial officer, and he said that the revenue gained there was kind of a wash just because of some of the increased costs associated with it. Election and political mail associated with the just completed election cycle did help boost mail volume late in the fiscal year and into next year. However, the revenue generated from this increase, while notable, was countered by necessary increased operational expenses associated with our extraordinary measures to advance and expedite the delivery of the nation's ballots and election mail. And on that election mail, how does the Postal Service end up rating its own on-time delivery? even though the counting may take forever, but were the ballots delivered in the first place? Right. On the Board of Elections side of things, still in progress. But the Postal Service, for all the headlines that it got in the lead up to this, they rated themselves pretty highly. They delivered more than 135 million ballots to and from voters. And of those, Postmaster General Louis DeJoy at a recent USPS Board of Governors hearing said that 99.7% of ballots were delivered within five days. And on average, it was two days or less to get ballots to or from voters. So well above the standards associated with first class mail. All right. Four billion pieces of election mail. That's about as many ads as I saw on television. It seemed like four billion of those, too. And in the next reform plan, it's got a new administration and a new Congress. What is the Postal Service looking for? Well, Postmaster DeJoy, he's looking at keeping six-day delivery no matter what. And he's looking at maintaining the universal service obligation, just basically the idea that mail costs 55 cents, whether you mail it from here, from California. It really doesn't matter what distance you're mailing that letter. It's still the same flat rate. And keeping the Postal Service self-funded, that's a key priority that DeJoy has as well, not really bailing out the Postal Service through congressional funding. It's worth pointing out that USPS is also looking at cutting workforce hours substantially. They're looking at 64 million work hours to reduce in the years ahead. And overall, here's Louis DeJoy, again, the Postmaster General, extending an olive branch to Congress and the incoming administration. To believe that we can operate as we have before and continue to meet our service mission to the nation is not realistic. It's time to put away the harsh rhetoric, lower the temperature, and collaborate on new solutions. Working with the Board of Governors, we intend to propose a strategic plan within the next several months that will outline a bright future for the Postal Service, our employees, and our customers. And I guess life would be easier without a Board of Governors, but you hear from them too also? Yeah, no, that's just, that's not just DeJoy saying that. We also heard from Robert Duncan, who's the chair of the USPS Board of Governors, pretty much echoing that sentiment. All of us, postal leadership, our workforce, the unions, policymakers, postal shareholders, 
and the public need to work together. We all share a great appreciation for the Postal Service. Now I hope we can work together to save the Postal Service. All right. Well, let's hope they can. And, Jory, what does the Biden administration say about the Postal Service? Have they gotten any policies out about that that you've seen? We have some idea of what they're looking at. When President-elect Joe Biden was still out on the campaign trail, he completed a survey that was sent by the National Association of Postal Supervisors. And what he's looking at there, you know, some key provisions include repealing the Postal Service's mandate since 2006 to prefund health benefits for retirees. That is among the leading issues for the Postal Service in terms of its finances. The Postal Service has about $100 billion in unfunded liabilities, a lot of them tied to that. He's also looking at giving the Postal Service some emergency funding in the next round of coronavirus stimulus funding, if Congress puts that together. And he's also looking at modernizing the agency's vehicle fleet. Some of those trucks are decades old at this point. And he's also looking at filling in some of the vacant seats on the USPS Board of Governors. At this point in the transition, we know that former Deputy Postmaster General Ron Stroman is leading the Biden transition team's effort on postal issues. And we also have seen that Anish Chopra, a former federal chief technology officer, is also on the team, as well as the chief of staff for the National Association of Letter Carriers. So some pretty familiar characters there. That's what the Biden team's looking at going forward. Yeah, revenge of the nerds. And what about Congress? Do they have time to act here? Because, as you mentioned, they are running out of cash at the Postal Service. Yeah, not a lot of time, and the clock is ticking. The last estimate we heard from the Postal Service is that they're set to run out of cash by October of 2021. That was pushed back from August of 2021, and that's largely due to that higher package revenue that they've been getting. But again, you know, really on borrowed time here, and Congress... Despite kicking the can down the road here, time and again, they really have to act pretty soon. Federal News Network's Jory Heckman. Thanks so much. Thanks, Tom. Check out his story at federalnewsnetwork.com. Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus, and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit livexlive.com slash podcast one to learn more and start your free trial.